1: On this episode, we tackle saving your wedding from your mother-in-law's questionable cooking, reaching your mom across the political aisle, and how to support a family member who's trying to get sober. All that and more on
0: Bad Advice with Lori
1: Beth Denberg.
0: Help me out, almighty Lori Beth Denberg. Give me the vital information so I get the right thoughts to do, yeah. The church of Lori Beth in session, and we're reading from the scriptures about vital information. So my goddess and my savior, my LBT, just tell me what. Just tell me what's going on with me Hello, this is Lori Beth Denberg and welcome to Bad Advice with Lori Beth Denberg. It is so great to have you here. Let's say hello to my co-host and friend Clark Crozier.
1: Hello, how are you? I'm Clerk, coming in hot,
0: clerks coming in hot. Woo! Episode it's, two, man. Yeah, I'm my excited. My one criteria for a friend is how booming is their voice.
1: <laughs> yeah, everyone has to have uh, yeah. proper uh, microphone training <laughs> yeah. uh, before we're allowed to be friends with Theo. <laughs>
0: Yes, Clark made the cut.
1: Me, me, and the the wealth of people that are uh, constantly banging on your door.
0: Exactly. Wanna be your best friend? I have a booming voice. (laughs) Uh, Well, welcome back to the podcast. Yes,
1: welcome back. Welcome back
0: to Bad Advice with Lori Bethenberg. If you're wondering why we chose that name, Hmm. it is a little bit. It's tricky. I like the name. I thought it was goofy, but I also. You know, I'm here to give real advice.
1: Yeah, that's the key.
0: Yeah, that's the key. So I just thought the name was funny. And also, it's kind of like covering my ass because... If you want to turn around and sue me, you'll have to tell a judge you got bad advice from a show called Bad Advice.
1: Exactly.
0: Like you know. And even even
1: look, even if you win the lawsuit, that's pretty funny.
0: It is It's kind
1: of worth the joke just to see you do that.
0: And there's no such thing as bad publicity, Ex- they say. <laughs>
1: exactly. Kind it's of. exactly right. And I like to think of it as like uh, you know, like I was saying, we're 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 friends with you now We're we're the audience's friends and, you know, your friends, they don't give you the real true friends don't give you nice, easy advice. They give you bad advice. They give you like the advice that you need to hear.
0: Exactly.
1: Right. It's not always good advice. It's the advice that you need to yes, hear. Exactly. That's, that's what we're giving you
0: true dad, the as. down
1: and dirty stuff the exactly. real shit i believe is what it's uh, called
0: yeah so should we get to uh,
1: yeah sure we let's to one, uh, see what we let's got just start uh, spinning for them up. Those, those now for
0: those of you who don't know like i don't know the questions that's right before we go into these clark it curates all the questions he looks through all of your you know requests and responses so that i'm not you know planning out most of what i say is just off the top of my head yeah a gut reaction to your queries
1: yeah i mean we always we felt like uh when we're out in public uh lb and i we uh people like listening to us anyway so we're we're just trying to be real exactly. we're, we're not trying to put on a crazy song and dance show for you for this one so exactly. uh before we go too far uh i i know that we've been thinking about uh, a segment called uh uh you're doing it wrong right no, you missed the point you missed the point you missed the point missed yes the point and i'm missing the point but here's <laughs> here's a good preview question for the you missed the point segment listen to this one
0: hi i'm john toronto i just learned about this laurie Beth Denberg podcast i was actually wondering how to ask a few questions
1: so he called like, to like ask to, if he could I ask questions your podcast is, um before on Spotify. He heard us before yeah. on Spotify, even um, though we um, haven't released 10. anything. So just call me back 99-307-6108. Oh, yeah, well, we can cover that. But I, I just thought, like, what a weird way to start. As- like, It's oddly polite, though. Very polite. But he's he's calling to ask if he can ask a question. It's yeah. just I mean, it, it just felt like a, it needed a, a, a little spotlight on it just to to give it a little life.
0: But I wonder if we if we wrote him back and said, of course you can. He'd be like, all right, here, I need some help.
1: I think we should just call him back and just say, yeah, yeah, you yeah, can ask you a can. question and then hang up.
0: Oh uh that is pretty interesting that is pretty (laughs) interesting to ask but very polite very very polite very polite i thought it
1: was all right now let's get to the real first question of the day uh this prize uh having a little problem with a mother-in-law all right Uh here we go yeah um one time fan um i'm uh, getting married in three months and uh my, uh, future mother-in-law is, uh, has some very, like, interesting ideas for the wedding and, uh, most of it, notably really the catering, um, wants to cook herself, uh, put, prepare the food herself for 100 people and, um cooking is terrible. So I'm not quite sure to do about what to do about that without, um, offending her, like, Majorly. So uh any advice would be awesome. Thank you. Uh longtime fan. And uh thank you. Thank you.
0: Wow, thank you very much for uh, that. In- well, thank you for being a fan. Yeah. And yeah. thank you for calling in. I really appreciate that. Um, that is a tricky question. Right. Part of me feels like You know, is this the only thing she's trying to get involved with? Mm -hmm. Because if she is, if her cooking is terrible, Well, then that's an issue. Yeah. But um, maybe if she's, you know, getting in the way a little bit, say, you know, oh, we don't want you to do everything. We want you to be able to enjoy the day. Maybe you could just make, maybe you could just make this one appetizer. Right. That'll give her something to keep her busy. Yeah. And make her feel involved
1: right. you also you also really when you when it's your wedding day, you want nothing to do. It is so stressful, and everything. Involved in the wedding. I don't care if you're the groom, if you're the bride, if you're the mother of the bride, if you're the mother of the groom, whatever. The officiant. Everyone gets stressed on the wedding day. Yeah. Nobody wants to be worrying about something on the wedding day. That's why you hire people. Yeah. Because those people aren't there for your day. They're there to do their job. Exactly. So (laughs) that they'll end up turning. They'll end up doing a better job because they're there to do a job. Yeah.
0: What I would say is a good way to handle it would be to say to your mother-in-law, you know, we want you to be with us. Right. I don't want to.
1: I don't want you to be stressed all
0: day. Yeah. I want you to be here and part of the day and not worrying about other stuff. So it's more important to us. You know, we appreciate you wanting to be a part of this and stuff. uh, But. You know, wanting to help, wanting to contribute to the day, but you just being here with your daughter and you know, me right. on our wedding day are memories that we'd rather have rather than you being in the kitchen, you know, maybe stressing out. And just FYI. I, I officiate weddings. Oh, it's one yeah. of my favorite things to do. I actually officiated Clark's wedding here yes, you did. to his lovely wife Karen. Yes, indeed. And so far it's working out. Knock on wood. We both knocked on wood. It's actually wood too. It's I a know, nice it's wood a heavy desk. desk. Um, and I can tell you from going to a lot of weddings, if the food sucks, it's oh, a mess. Oh, It's a mess. It's the worst. It's the worst. You, so. like
1: you already don't want to be there. The only people that want to be at a wedding are the bride and the groom. Yeah. And like Everyone else is just like, of, yeah. uh, you're
0: there, but exactly. you're like, uh, you don't want to be there. No. But you could also, you know. Just say, we're going a real specific way with the food. We're getting food trucks. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Nothing for you to do, Mom. But no, I think if, you know, without it, because it sounds like your mother-in-law is very sweet and loving and wants to help and wants to, you know, participate and add something to the day. But you can really explain to her, you know, you being here and being part of our special day and part of our love is adding more than you can right know. it
1: means more than if you cooked something
0: yeah yeah and, and you don't and if she's insistent you could do that thing. well maybe you could just make this one thing right because if one thing at the wedding is crappy to eat you right. can get away with the rest
1: exactly you just uh, you know make sure that the trash is big enough to carry whatever she just made <laughs>
0: exactly
1: so that everyone make can sure just you scrape hand it out off.
0: napkins with the hors d'oeuvres so that someone can politely spit it out exactly do you like going, do you like being at weddings? You, you're at a lot of weddings. Do you like being at the weddings? I like, be, well, I I love doing wedding. When I did your wedding, um, it was the first time I really got it when we were standing up there. Because yeah. usually at a wedding, you're sitting in the seats. You're kind of seeing the back of the bride or the groom. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what did they say? What's going on? And when I was doing your wedding, it was the first time that it was like, I am here and you and she are there and we are getting married. Right. Uh, It was us three standing really close and it's the best seat in the house.
1: Yeah. And it's something it's a, it feels like it's an untapped market because it's just like a, a moment of pure joy. Yeah. And you're there as the officiant to kind of like, narrate the whole thing yeah you're there for my, the audience
0: my ceremonies are are really personalized i i tell the story of the bride and the groom so it's no two ceremonies are ever alike at all right you know unless it's like i don't know two pairs of twins that did all the same stuff together <laughs> right. but and that would be kind of creepy yeah but um yeah it's it's really personalized i really get to know the couple um i'm able to help and be objective and not you know not stressed out
1: how many uh weddings uh, what are what's the the percentage of people that ask for the uh it, it, if anyone has a a problem oh, say now or forever hold your peace I have
0: never said that not once. once not once not one time I do not say that and I do not uh, the, I mean I'll say I, I I put together the ceremony with the couple sure, of and course. it's what they but nobody has ever said like who, you know, can you please ask if someone has a problem? With, like, the bride's, I'm, like, trapped. Can you please, please ask if anyone has a problem with I'm this?
1: actually just shocked that nobody's wanted to do it as a bit. Oh, I like, know. Like, oh, I've got a buddy that's going to come out and go, yeah, don't exactly. marry him.
0: No, that's never happened. And we, I don't say the stuff about um, who gives away this. Right. Like, they, they come down, you know, the dad or the dad and the mom or whoever walks the bride down the aisle, and they kind of, like shake the groom's hand and like give a hug and you know give her away but it's not that like who is accepting this parcel right. you have to pay for it and sign they're
1: not giving her away as much as they're approving of the union
0: yeah they're just they're they're passing her off
1: right they're yeah exactly
0: yeah so i i do i do like weddings i do i i mean i've come to really enjoy them and i get to know the the couples that i'm marrying and but it's always odd there's that one moment in, in anyone's wedding like when the dancing starts and i'm like i gotta bounce i don't yeah. i don't need this and growing up barnbot bat mitzvahs i'm like okay heads up seven up we're done right hula hoop challenge no thank you oh
1: how how the the worst part of any wedding is that like hour and a half to two hours after the ceremony, but before anyone can eat or do anything?
0: Yeah. The worst. Well, that's where we got to be careful with our collar, because if if mom and her bad cooking are going to produce an hors d'oeuvre, have a bunch of other stuff, because that is... That is interesting. That hour, it's a cocktail hour. The
1: cocktail hour is the worst. When all the
0: when all the important people are taking their pictures, exactly and all that kind of stuff.
1: So everyone else is just sitting in the room yeah. listening to the DJ kind of play the non dance hits. Yeah,
0: we're 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 outside on the patio drinking a yeah. signature cocktail. Yeah,
1: exactly. Or, you know, but nobody has food.
0: Well, no, there's hors d'oeuvres. Hors
1: d'oeuvres, and maybe. But then you
0: have a bunch of people, and it's like you just ask everyone like. How do you know them? How do you know them?
1: And how does that last for an hour and a half? It's just.
0: It does, but it's not comfortable.
1: Seriously. Although
0: I went to, I just did a wedding in Virginia.
1: Okay. A pandemic wedding? A
0: pandemic wedding. I thought long and hard about whether I was going to go. Seriously. I live with my father who's 73 years old. We're very careful. We wash the hands. We wear the masks.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I really thought long and hard about whether I was going to go. And I was talking to my dad about it because if he had said no, I would have absolutely respected that. Yeah,
1: yeah. But
0: he said, you made a commitment to these people and uh, they had already postponed their wedding. It was supposed to be in Mm. June. They moved it to September. So I did decide to go very socially distanced. And during their, well, that was, I mean, not that that's beside the point, but at their wedding during the cocktail hour, when they're taking all the pictures, it was so awesome. They had. Cornhole set up oh, They had wow. like Four big lawn games Wow And it was a really Great idea I took some They gave them it. stuff
1: to do Yeah Plus
0: there was like Really good appetizers And there was like The you know The bar outside
1: That's genius So
0: I'm like Knocking back lemonade And kids are playing Cornhole In this like Big tic-tac-toe game Where you oh. have to throw Velcro balls And get it to stick To right. tic-tac-toe That was really Really cool That
1: sounds amazing
0: And I am ver- I would ra- Much rather throw a party than go to a party. Mm. I like to have something to do. Right. So if there's an act, it's like, let's hang out on New Year's Eve. Okay, what are we going to do? Right. I don't know. We'll hang out. It's like, no, can we watch, we need to watch a movie. Are we going to play Scrabble? What are we, this is lacking an activity. Sure. I just like that little bit of structure. So that was actually really, really nice. And a (sighs) bunch of people were over there just having a good time and Mm it was a really lovely affair it was it was much smaller than they were anticipating of course because you know
1: not a lot of people were coming i'm sure people
0: were coming or traveling and stuff and then when i got home it was kind of hard but like when i got home i didn't go anywhere near my dad when i got home that first night when Mm. i got home from the airport he was like hey how's it going he was in his bedroom sitting on his bed i sat outside of his bedroom in the hallway with a mask on huh. to talk to him and like Catch so it off. was yeah so and and I just I really was careful about that because it's a, it's a risk it is it's, a, it's educated calculated big risk it to is. have gone and
1: but we're gonna we're gonna talk more about pandemic in a second let oh, me okay. actually switch over really quick if we're good with the mother-in-law question I think so good luck I have a question from a uh, Johnny Cage uh, in Facebook land not the, not the Mortal Kombat Johnny Cage I'm Assuming, but uh, he's asking how much vodka in a day is too much vodka? Oh, yeah. See, that's a pretty interesting question.
0: And that that is an interesting question that doesn't necessarily have an answer. But my my first gut feeling is. If you're asking yourself that question, there might be an issue.
1: Right. Yeah. No. As I, soon I as you that.
0: have to start making rules <laughs> yes. about like, well, I'm going to drink, but I'm going to start at 11 a.m. I mean, think about if you switch vodka
1: out for anything else in that sentence it's going to sound sketchy. Like even if it's pancakes, how many pancakes a day is too many pancakes. Like you're eating too many pancakes. If you're asking that question. Yeah. Were you able to locally crawl
0: over to your keyboard to type it out? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So So. that's my, my, uh, my reaction to that is anything that you are having to consider, Mm. how can I keep doing this? and get away with it right then that's something to look at that's, true. that's something to look at yeah
1: okay well uh let's uh you know what here this will be good we can actually move to the pandemic question i have here Ooh. uh this is brandon brandon didn't uh say where he was from but he uh he has some major problems let's see speaking of uh hello mothers. my name
0: is brandon and, and i am father. in dire need of your advice I, like many millennials, have a boomer mother, and this current uh, presidency, shall we call it, I use that term loosely in this instance, has turned her into a raving lunatic. Gone is her advanced graduate degree, medical training, Mm. and in has come all of the misinformation. This presidency has brainwashed her. How do I bring her back to the light? How do I deprogram my own mother? Please help me out. Bye. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah,
1: that's a a rough one.
0: Well, to give uh, anyone who listened to our first episode knows that we recorded it on November 7th. So at this point in our lives... Uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are the president and vice president elect. So
1: at the very least, your mother won't have that president to follow anymore.
0: Yeah. It's um
1: not that he's going anywhere.
0: It that has been the most mind-boggling thing. Yeah. Is to see people that, you know, say, Well, you are educated and yeah. you, you know, and just say, What is happening to you? Exactly. Um, wow. I am sorry for that. Obviously it sounds like you love your mother because you're concerned.
1: And I do feel like that might be where you want to start from. You might really want to look sometimes the best way to, to fight something is with kindness. And this is kind of one of those situations. Look, it's your mom. You, you know what she's capable of, you know, what kind of uh, tricks that she's going to pull. You've grown up with her your whole life. You got to kind of figure out the kindest way to just get her back on track. You kind of have to just keep hitting her with the truth, right? And be as kind about it as possible. Try not to make her feel like she's too stupid, but you, you hit her with some kindness. You hit her with some truth and hope that some of it sticks. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's difficult as divided. I mean, it's like beyond divided. There's yeah. a chasm. Yeah. And um, hopefully we can mend that.
1: But look, bit. here's here's what I'm going to say. I, I am not on the side of the argument as 45. I'm not. They use hatred a lot. They really do. They use a lot of hatred and a lot of anger and a lot of fear. And I feel like. Look, the best way to tackle hatred and anger is to not let it hit you in that spot that it always seems to hit you, but to respond in a calm and kind way. You gotta put yourself above the fray because the fray will bring you down. Well,
0: you gotta put yourself above the fray, but you also have to protect yourself. Yeah. So if if your mom is spouting things that are hurtful to you. And if you don't want to, if you can't take it, then you step away. Right. You know, it's not like. If anything, here's what I'm going to throw out. If anything, I think
1: I personally, I have uh, learned the strategic art of guilt from my mom. And and I feel like I'm able to use that power against other people, including her. Yeah. So maybe you turn her arguments around on her. Maybe that's how you handle it. You, you gotta be, if, if she's a guilty mom that likes to put guilt on you, maybe you need to start putting guilt on her. Maybe you need to make her feel a little guilty.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Kindness. I'm, I'm a big fan of kindness and patience. It is not easy. Oh yeah. I'm a big fan of it. I'm sure. not saying I'm a big proponent right. and you know, <laughs> success at it, Right, but, um, yeah. The, the, the most you can do is hope that as time gets better, that you can, you know, that she will, the misinformation, all of that crap will loosen its grip on her if it's yeah. not on our TVs 24 seven. But in the meantime, you know, are there ways to just engage with your mom on things that have absolutely nothing to do with anything? Right. You know, if you're going to go For a walk in the park, the two of you, if you need to be socially distanced or wear masks or, you know, whatever is safest for you. Talk about things that have nothing to do with anything, if that's possible. Or
1: good memories. Yeah. Bring up some good memories.
0: Remember, Clinton mom. (laughs) Um, You know, just some good memories or anything outside of that or say, you know, we're going to have lunch today. No politics. Yeah. And and if she's amenable to that then you can really find the relationship that has been buried under what has been an ugly time for millions and millions and millions of people
1: absolutely
0: so that's what i think good luck
1: oh that is a rough one uh but it's gonna get a little rougher
0: Uh uh-oh why
1: because it is time for bad dog advice with lori beth denver I love this jingle. Dogs. Dogs. <laughs> Dogs. Dogs. And then it keeps going. Dogs. Uh, all right. I'll, I'll, here, hold on, hold on. Dogs. All right. So it is Dogs. our favorite segment of the week. It is Bad Dog Advice with Lori Beth Denberg. So now, let, me, let me. Yeah, let's preface. preface this, let's by preface.
0: That I was being an actor, as some of you know me as, is not. A full time dog, a job, full time dog, yep. full time job. It is extraordinarily freelance. Yeah. So, uh, since I started on Nickelodeon 84, I have had all kinds of other jobs in between. I have been a, a copywriter. I worked with Clark at a ad agency. Advertising. Yeah, advertising. And we we wrote commercials, jingles, and internet thingies together. Yep. I have been um, a courier. Mm -hmm. I have worked in an office. I have done a lot of things, including for a long period of time, I was a full-time dog walker and pet sitter. Yep. And stayed with dogs a lot at their houses, you know. You when stay with
1: my dogs every time I leave. I
0: do. Yeah. I get to stay with Bags and Flynn. And yeah. And um, so I have had a lot of experience. Again, I am not a professionally trained. Can you be a professionally trained dog? Who would train you? I don't know. The uh, Dog Training Association of California. Oh, uh, yeah. Anatsky. DTASC. <laughs> Isn't that the same as the Drama Teachers Association yeah, of Southern California yeah. where I got my job? Yeah, I think so. So I have had a lot of experience with doggies and kids. this, this, this segment will be all about like any pets. pets. pets yeah. Yeah. But the dog, dog song. Just dogs. <laughs> <Exactly>. Dogs. <laughs> all right. So, so, all right.
1: So question. dogs, first question, let's go. Uh, We are going to start with uh, Ashley. Ashley from Facebook land has a question for you. She says, or she asks, my female dog con- uh, continually tries to hump my other female dog. Is this normal? LB,
0: Wow. Uh, I, I don't think we should be slut shaming dogs. Uh, no, that's true. Uh, actually this is normal. <laughs> Even dogs that are, you know, male dogs that are fixed. It comes up all the time a lot of the time it's just about dominance. Right. A lot of the time it's just about, um, you know, let's that wanting to start to wrestle and play.
1: Right. But right. Right. There are,
0: I mean, Clark's Clark's dogs are, um, a very large black lab lab. Yep. And a very small Chihuahua mix, mix something. Runt, horrible. And Flynn, the little one will just start humping baggy. Yeah. It's, it's pretty ridiculous.
1: It's horrible. It's on nonstop.
0: Yeah. And it's not sexual. No, it's not. It, you know, it's about dominance. It's about a lot of times like a beginning wrestling position. Like, you know, in wrestling, like real wrestling <laughs> high school where they start in that really suspect position. Right. Think of it that way. Right. Yeah. Well, all it's a jealousy
1: too. Yes. Right. If I'm paying a lot of attention to Bagheera and giving him the love in, then Flynn's going to get all jealous and want to um, show dominance. Yeah
0: so that's that's most likely what it's for if they happen to be in love and i hear that you sent them to dog conversion camp i will come and find you (laughs) okay because that's just my i'm sorry i didn't mean to get so upset no no it's okay um but the doggies are good doggies and you know when when one dog is humping another and mounting them uh, what i've learned is you can take, get off, get off and pull them off as many times as you want. The only thing that makes a difference is for that other dog to turn around and say, get the fuck off. Right. Me. Yeah. And it's like, you know, your dog's like Bagheera doesn't even care. Yeah, exactly. He probably
1: doesn't even notice. Exactly. He's about four yeah. times the size as Flynn. Yeah. And he's so just like,
0: it's not doing any harm. There's no, you know, accidental puppies going on, especially right. with, especially with two, two ladies, female dogs, but it's even a, you know, a neutered male dog and whatever. Um, so I wouldn't worry about it. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Well then, uh, more dog questions. More? We,
1: oh yeah. We've got, uh, uh, we've got more dog questions. Oh
0: wait. Yes. Uh, why not? <laughs>
1: okay. Oh. We've, this actually is a, quite a cat question, oh. but I feel like it could work for both cats oh, and dogs. Man. How do I know? Oh, this is Jack. Another, uh, another Facebook question. How do I know if my cats are fighting or just loving each other super hard? I can't tell the difference. <gasps>
0: kitty cats nothing is more entertaining than watching dogs or cats wrestle yeah it is the most stunning wonderful moment of mm-hmm. my life when i get to run into that um and i've run into this as well as long as i'm running into things sure um like at the dog park when i was walking dogs professionally for the time <laughs> you know i would take some dogs to the dog park every day and there's always a new dog owner that's so nervous mm. and the dogs are wrestling and they're like, Oh, but, Oh, do it there. And I'm like, they're playing, they're playing so good. And what I always tell them is you'll hear it go wrong before you see it go wrong. Mm. So if your kitties are like silent play, if you have two dogs that are really going at it, but it's like silent and it's just like, all you can hear is the breathing. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's
0: just wonderful play. If something happens, you're going to hear a yelp or a squeak or right, a bark, right. you know, and, and then, you know, it gets your attention and you can split it up if you need to. But again, with cats, if they're just playing and kind of raring, but when you hear the, you know, like, right. I'm not, I know Michael Winslow. Yes. But, um,
1: Very few of us are.
0: <laughs> so, you know, if you hear it turn into something that seems aggressive or like even it doesn't even have to be aggressive just one of them's done playing or something like that that's the time to worry about it but if they're both engaged Mm. and and both you know really part of the action they're just having fun getting letting off some kitty steam have
1: you ever been watching a pet a dog or a cat you never really watch cats that much but have you ever been watching a, a pet that did get into a big fight
0: Oh yeah. It just happens. Usually it's just that like someone bit too hard, Mm. you know, or, or, or it's dogs at the park that you don't know. And that's when you, you know, yell, I clap my hands really loud. Right. I have a, I have a dog voice one to 10 on the angry scale. Mm. I might pull out like a five.
1: All right. uh, Give us a seven on the dog's uh, anger scale.
0: Okay, I gotta get yeah, away get, from the Yeah, thing. get away from the mic. Oh, but then Bags is gonna think he did something wrong.
1: He doesn't care.
0: Okay. So if if, if something turns, yeah. I might say, Hey!
1: Ooh, look, Bagheera just got up.
0: Oh, Bagheera. That was
1: good seven uh dog voice.
0: Yeah, it's it's a uh it's a very stern, and it also helps, I'll say this. Because the reason that works, and this works with people as well, mm. is if you are generally genuinely and generally nice and loving and happy to see the puppy or the people. That is really where I'm at most of the time. Right. So when I pull out a seven and clap my hands really loud, it means something.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Sorry,
0: bag. You didn't do anything wrong. You're a good boy. (laughs) You're a good boy, good boy. okay yeah all right that's what i got
1: that makes sense all right we're going to do
0: one more Also, if you get a pet please adopt it from a shelter thank you
1: yay i agree all right we're going to do one more dog question here we have one final question this is from johnny he says my dogs cause a lot of trouble when we leave the house he starts immediately when we leave we have We have to put a broom through our cabinet doors to keep him from opening the oven. When he opens the oven, he climbs onto the counters. One time we found him sleeping in the top of the fridge. He literally tears our house apart every time we leave. What do we do?
0: So this, that was baggy shaking if you heard that. This is a dog or a Mogwai? This
1: is yes, this is a dog. Okay. This is a dog.
0: Well, if all of this is true, it's impressive and I hope you have a home camera. Yeah. Because that is the $10,000 America's Funniest Home Video winner well. if that show is still on and <laughs> they have money to give away. Yeah. Um it might behoove you to set up an area where your dogs can be and not have the run of the house. Mm. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean like crate train. You know, there's right. it, it seems like your dog's kind of grown, and yeah. crate training might be out the window. Yeah. Um, but you know, when you have a puppy, people might think, "Oh, it's you know, it's so cruel to crate train them." But I mean, it's not good to leave them in there for you know eight hours. Sure, no, works. of course you not. Know, you have a puppy; that needs attention. Right. But the crate is a safe place for the dog, and it just keeps it out of trouble
1: now here's uh, my dad has a problem with the Uh-oh. with it, his dog tearing stuff up when they leave the house really so you know what he did what and did it's he did? very uh, it's a very odd way to fix this problem he started collecting cereal boxes okay and then when he would leave he would leave Two or three cereal boxes on the ground
0: for Buddy to rip, and apart. Buddy
1: would just tear them apart, and then feel fine, and that would be all that he would do. Oh, nice! Work. So it's like Dad. he would set up, uh, uh, kind of uh, decoys. <laughs> So that the dog would go after the decoys and stop go tearing up the rest of the house.
0: That's awesome. I
1: don't know. That that might be a good solution, oh, too.
0: Buddy, I never knew you were such a scoundrel. Right? Buddy is a uh, golden retriever mix.
1: A golden retriever mix, very short legs. Yeah, he's like
0: a basset or maybe a beagle, something like yeah, that. Yeah, with he's, a
1: golden. Yeah, with he he's like golden. a golden. He
0: looks like
1: a golden. It's just that he has the shape of a different dog. Yeah. Very he's odd. A he's a very good boy.
0: Um. Yeah, so, I mean, you could combine those two things. That is an interesting. Issue is does your dog have the stuff he needs to keep himself entertained? Right. There's stuff that um I I'm not to not to drop a brand name, but um Kong.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. You know, have these
0: the little cylindrical, it kind of looks like a soft serve ice cream, but it's rubber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the things that's worked for um me in the past is Putting you, you put a treat in there, and it and it keeps the dog occupied trying to get the treat out. But another thing to make it last longer is to put peanut butter in there, fill mm. with peanut butter, and then freeze it. Mm. Because freezing obviously means you won't get peanut butter at least as much peanut butter maybe smeared right. over everything but it really keeps the dog busy and focused hmm. and and it's a lot of you know to, it expends energy sure so i think i might try to employ johnny if i were you a few of these tactics <laughs> maybe set up a dog gate you know, mm-hmm. if although if your dog is jumping on the oven, well, he opens the oven to jump up. So, right, I don't know what kind of super dog you have. That's like, yeah, Matt he's like Lubber.
1: making Rube Goldberg devices exactly. to try and get his way up to the top of the refrigerator. Yeah.
0: So, if you can create an area in the house, I'd say stop playing
1: uh, the the song when you leave the house. Stop putting on the. <laughs> <laughs> stop yeah, it's playing just, that. It's like if you stop playing
0: the chase music, you yeah, be then he won't. Exactly.
1: That's exactly my point.
0: Yeah. But I would say try creating a space big enough for your dog to be comfortable where he has food and water, especially if that's his deal mm-hmm. and some chew treats, some stuff to keep him busy, you know, something that takes a long time to chew and gnaw on. Sure, sure. And uh, see if that helps. And if not, I mean, you just need to move to a different house with no kitchen. <laughs> what about what about
1: Thunder Shirts? Do you like Thunder Shirts?
0: Oh, Thunder shirt. I've had some. Some doggies in my life who have benefited from thunder shirts. Oh yeah. So if it's just anxiety for anyone who doesn't know, a thunder shirt is this kind of like almost like a scuba suit. Yeah. You put on exactly, your dog, and it kind of hugs them. It keeps them tight. It's kind of like Temple Grandin's hugging machine. In yeah, a yeah, way. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, where uh, you know, it just is kind of a support. They're called thunder shirts because the idea was for dogs that are freaked out in thunderstorms. Right, but it works for anxiety in general. So you could try that as well. But so we have given you like twenty nine things to try. Yeah, seriously, it is possible you just have a bad dog. <laughs> That's exactly right. So yeah, at the end of the day, good luck with that.
1: Exactly. We'll uh, we'll uh, wish you so- luck on your dogs.
0: <laughs> I love dogs.
1: All right. dogs, dogs are great. Okay, now let's move on to our final question. It's the final question of the day.
0: Woo! Oh my.
1: All right. So this is from Brooke. Brooke. Brooke is on Facebook and she asks you, how involved should the family be in recovery? Any resources for families? So I think she's talking about, you know, drug addiction, alcohol addiction. How involved should a family be? in recovery.
0: That's a really great question. And a really thoughtful question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um it depends on if the addict alcoholic, the person that needs help, it depends on how they feel. You know, that I, I've learned in my career of using and being sober, sure, that I couldn't get sober for someone else. Right. I had to get sober for myself. Right. So, if somebody has chosen that like i can't say to somebody you know i really think you're an alcoholic I think you should get, they'll be like fuck you yeah, exactly and they, they won't throw their drink in my face because they want to drink right, it. right of course that's just a waste of a good drink right right but, right um you know if the person is seeking help for addiction alcoholism whatever it is you know obviously we know that there are you know Many resources, therapists, you know, psychologists, rehabs, obviously the 12-step programs, Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, Marijuana Anonymous, um, for people to go get help. And depending on how that person feels, you know, their family can be as involved as they want them to be. Mm. I've seen, you know, people come with their husband, wife, son, daughter as just support, Mm. You know, coming to ask for help. Sure, sure. And then, you know, there are some people that are like, you know, my family's the problem. Yeah, so that I'm was gonna say. Gonna get a little space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it should really be up to the person who's looking for help. But as far as just family, family, there are programs for that too. I mean, there are just in twelve step land. There's Al-Anon, and there's um, Naranon or is it Narcanon? Mm. I don't know. I, I should look I, that up. I I'm sorry. Know. Everyone in Narcanon land, if I got that wrong, (laughs) you know, that that give tools to family members dealing with somebody who's either, you know, an active addict or an addict in addiction, Mm -hmm. because we get trapped in that, you know, I want to fix this. This is my fault. If only I had done this, I want to make them change. Why can't I do it? And it's because, like I said, I couldn't do it for anybody else. Right. I had to do it for myself and anybody pushing me just made me resentful and angry. Right. So that's a great way to be cut off. So it really
1: is more, it's more about the family really than the, the person that's going into recovery. Cause it's, it's a matter of, it, are they the helpful family that's going to help this person on their road to recovery, or is this the cause of your yeah, problems?
0: That is why it's very much up to the individual looking for. Yeah, him, you know, and, and that has
1: to be taken on a family by family basis. Yeah,
0: that but that part of it. But if if you say I need some help for myself, right. Then you go, you know, Brooke, as a family member, and go get that, whether it's talking to a therapist or whether it's going to a support group or, you know, Al Anon or whatever it is, that you're doing that for you. Mm -hmm. You're doing that for you to help you get the skills and the tools to teach you how to understand what's going on with your, you know, family member or what to do, maybe what not to do. And you'll get advice yeah. from other people who have been in that situation. Right. But as far as direct involvement with someone's recovery or sobriety, it's really up to that person. Right. You can, you know, you can always say, I, 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 you know, I'd be happy to go with you somewhere. Yeah, if you
1: exactly. Talk.
0: But, you know, don't say like we're going on Thursday.
1: Right. Cause even if you are the, the helpful, supportive, kind family and you weren't the cause of the problem that started it all. There's a possibility that the person that uh, needs recovery just doesn't want it doesn't feel comfortable talking about it in front of their family oh, and yeah. friends like yeah. maybe that's something that's like i appreciate you wanting to help but i kind of need to be alone to do this because yeah. i want to be truthful and honest when i yeah. go there so
0: well and that's the whole point though if they're going for help they're not alone ex- yeah so it's not the same as you know exactly if, if if your super alcoholic cousin is like i'm going to live in a cabin right that's a little different you might right. want to call the police for a wellness check but um if someone is actively seeking help Help to to get sober, to stay sober, to try to recover from addiction. That's a really big chunk they've already taken out of what's going on. And they'll be able to let you know, as long as you let them know. I am here to support you. Let me know what you need.
1: Right. Then
0: that's really the most you can do on their end. And like I said, on your end, you have all those resources right. for you, which right. has nothing to do with
1: that. Right. Absolutely. But there could be very helpful for you and, uh, and the whole family. You know, I feel like there's lots of, of really good uh, uh, people out there that can help and, Fix these problems.
0: Yeah. And there's a lot of people out there who've been through it themselves. Yeah, and that's totally. what's really helpful. Totally. Excellent. Good luck, Brooke. Good luck, everybody. Good luck,
1: Brooke. Uh all right. Well, that's it. That's, that's uh the end? that's the end of yet another episode. Excellent. Did you have fun?
0: I did have fun. I, I hope had that fun. we helped somebody.
1: I, I hope that we helped. I'm hoping that we helped Johnny Cage only because I love that name. Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage.
0: I fight. hope if that first caller is listening, now he knows that he can call up and leave a question. Right? Yeah, I hope so. If I, you're I, I really. Color.
1: I forget what that guy's name was. What was that guy's he, he name? He didn't leave his, his didn't name. name. He, really he was, didn't leave his name. Yeah, he was just rambling for a He didn't want to
0: impose on any level. I
1: know. It was very, he was very considerate. He was he just. He was almost uh,
0: Canadian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't go that far <laughs> that's just mean all right well uh i had a great time i hope you had a great time and we will see you again soon but oh yes let's uh, remind everyone you
0: again soon we need so your questions we want your questions i want to know what we can help you with please send them in to ask lori beth on instagram and twitter on facebook we are at bad advice with lori beth denberg we also yeah, this, AskLaurieBeth.com What? How catchy is that?
1: Come on. You can
0: send us uh, questions there or you can leave us a voicemail at one eight five five denberg That's one denberg Similarly spelled to my name. Exactly. Yeah. So um, let us know what we can help with. Thank you so much for listening and have a good one. Yeah. bye Goodbye.
1: question there. Thanks for listening.